Hello, I'm Andrew Louder, CEO of Louder Co. I'm excited to be able to talk to you about our latest content. You know, it's something that's been at the forefront of our minds since entering this pandemic. You know, at Louder Co., we're always centered around helping, around finding a way to guide our our clients, the CEOs at, at companies, uh, through any kind of complexity, any kind of challenge. And I can't think of any greater challenge than the one we're facing right now. And so I'm happy to be able to share this content with you today. You know, I wanted to jump in a little bit and share some background about this guide. You know, things are so very different now because of this pandemic. We're hearing all kinds of new words that weren't very commonly used, if at all. Things like furlough, social distancing, new normal. You know, unfortunately, these have become common phrases these days. You know, we've all taken a hit somehow because of, of this pandemic, whether it's a financial hit or, or you know, a, a, just a ton of stress, uncertainty, maybe, you know, business is struggling, whatever that may be. You know, we're all, a lot of us are working from home now. Um, how that adjustment has been handled is how there's constant regulation being pushed out. There's rules around things like PPP and CARES Act that we're needing to keep track of just to stay afloat during this time. But you know, where I've really turned my attention, where Louderco's really tried to turn their attention is the future. What is the biz what does a business look like? How does a business get out of this, get beyond survival and get back to thriving? You know, how do you go from uncertainty back into profitability? And there's so much to keep track of right now. There's so many questions that are that need to be asked. And so what we're attempting here is, you know, we put our minds together and we honed in on the five key guiding questions that will help your business come back in this new normal that we're in. You know, you'll notice these five questions are really centered around five key categories that we think is vitally important for you to focus in on. And so as we talk through these questions, really try to ask yourself these. Try to look inside, look at your business, and, and think about what the answers to these questions are. You know, I highly encourage you to do um, some individual thought experiments around this. I really encourage you to get your team together and answer these questions together as well. Start doing some vision casting and start putting a plan in motion to take the answers to these questions and start executing them so that you can start striving toward you know, a brighter day. In fact, I mean, it, to you know, increase business again, back to this new normal that we're, we're entering and all adapting to. So I really hope you take these questions as a guide. There's no right or wrong answer. You know, there's there's so many different ways that we could um, target something like this. Every business is in a different position. So it's hard to say what's going to work for you, but hopefully these questions make you truly think about where the, the, the main impact, the main focus needs to be for you to pull your business out of this. And I truly believe your comeback awaits. You know, I'm pulling for you. 
I really am. I want your business to come out of this. I want you all to, to come out of this in better shape than you were in even before all this mess happened. And so join me in, in, in going through each of these questions. I'm happy to answer any questions you may have. Um, after you listen to this, reach out to me directly, and I'm, I'm happy to cover anything that may be uh, helpful to you. That's why I'm here. I want to be a guide for you. And that's what our Louder Co. consultants are here to do as well. So let's just dive right into the first question. The first question really centers around demand. And the question itself is, how are your customers buying now? You know, it's a bit cliche. It all starts here. But customers truly are the heartbeat of your company. I mean, without them, you can't attain what you set out. You know, when you joined your company or when you started your company, you had a vision, you had a mission, you joined it and started it for a reason. And without customers, I mean, you're not gonna attain that. And so this is where it all begins. Are your customers now you know, fearful of coming into your, your store, into your restaurant, into your business? To Are they shifted completely to buying your products digitally, right? Um, and really the answer to this question is a, a broad ranging scale. The answer to this question may be your customers aren't buying anything at all. You know, the question might even be, hey, they're buying anything and everything we, we used to offer. Nothing's changed. And maybe you know, the answer is somewhere in between. Either way, you need to really hone in on understanding this. And, you know, what I recommend is reach out to your customers. Reach out to uh, as many of them personally as you can or even as, as it makes sense, depending on your business, you know, find out first, how are they doing? You know, do an empathy check, you know, share with them what you've been dealing with. You know, how are they doing? What can you help them with? But also, you know, see how your company can serve them going forward. You know, they're, they're valuable customers. They're loyal to your brand. You know, what's changed? Get a feel for that. And whatever this answer is, you need to take it and begin adapting. And the sooner it's, it may be hard to take in, but the sooner you can decide on that path forward, I really truly believe the better off you'll be. Our second question centers around supply. So now that you know how your customers' behaviors, expectations have changed, the real question then becomes how will you meet your customers' expectations? How are you going to do that? You know, um, I like to dive into this by sharing a, an example that I cite in our guide. You know, movie theaters have had to close entirely. And so uh, from a large company perspective, you know, big distri movie distribution companies like Disney um, have had to push back release dates, but they've also pushed a lot of their big titles straight to streaming on their platforms. They know customers can't head out to movie theaters. They know they're confined to their homes. And so they're not only doing it for the sake of you know, driving revenue or membership to their platforms, but they also see it as a way to drive goodwill to their customers. And you know, I think it's a smart move. You know, they're, they're, they're saying, hey, we understand what you're going through. We understand that you, know, you, you need entertainment. We understand that your kids need to take a breather and watch movies or you need your kids to take a breather and you know, give you some space and you know, watch a movie, whatever that might be. But 
you know, they, they adapted. They realized customers' behaviors are, have changed and, and they've changed along with them. And interestingly enough, too, and one thing I would drive home to you is that I would look at this not just as what's the short-term answer. I'd also look to it as how do you adapt for the long-term future? Have, what behaviors specifically have changed for the long-term? And you're going to need to adapt to that. You're going to need to come up with a way to meet those long-term expectations. You know, back to the movie example I gave, some of these companies are, are looking to um, a blended model where th their future for a lot of the big movies they're creating uh, entails a blend between direct-to-consumer streaming and um, movie theaters. So straight to cinema. So it's interesting to see how they've adapted their strategy and are looking long term. Um, so consider that as you go forth, because we don't just want you to focus on getting out of this. We want you to think long term and start preparing for that accordingly. So going to the next question. Okay, now that you know how where your customers' expectations and demand lie and you've thought through how you need to supply and meet those demands, now let's talk about execution. How will operations execute on that supply and demand? You know, this new normal's created a gap for your company. So depending on what your answers were to number one and number two, your gap may very well be huge. And whatever that gap is, whatever that future state needs to look like, you know, there, there, so much can be different. Your org structure may need to change. Your processes may need to change. The technologies that you had to enable your processes likely need to change. You may need to seek new workflow automations, or you, know, you may even have completely different roles that need to be filled. Uh, you may be doing this with a huge part of your, your resources, your employees working from home, or you know, unfortunately, many of them are no longer part of the company. And so you may want to assess even opportunities for artificial intelligence, ways to drive automations. But nonetheless, I mean, these are, these are big changes that are going to need to occur in your operations to ensure that your customers' demands get met and you're still able to supply them with those expectations. So these are going to require real change, difficult decisions. You know, and if there's ever been a time to change, it's now. I mean... Generally speaking, you know, whenever we lead game-changing initiatives at the clients we serve, a lot of our CEOs, our clients are nervous. You know, a lot of people aren't willing to change. How are they going to adapt to this change? And I'll tell you, it, with every company we serve, everybody we've spoken to, employees are more open to change now than ever. You know, their worlds have been rocked. They're looking for, to their leaders to say, hey, how are we going to get through this? What's going to be different? You know, of course, Maslow's hierarchy of needs really um, comes into play here. They, you know, employees want to feel secure. They want to know that their future is stable, especially with a company that they love working for. And so as leaders, we need to paint that picture. And part of that is to say, hey, here's how we're going to operate going forward um, in this new normal. Number four, you know, this has, is something that for so long has felt a bit like boilerplate. It feels like it's just some kind of eye-rolling promise. You know, we, uh, safety is our number one priority. We often hear that in a lot of companies. But 
today this has taken on a whole new meaning. So question number four, what is your new safety strategy for stakeholders? And you know, when, when I think of safety now, I'm thinking this, this could be life or death. You know, it could be life or death for your customers, your employees, your business even. And so, you know, safety to me, even today, has to even entail the connotation of health. So health and safety almost, you know, very much synonymous now. You know, customers won't buy from you unless they feel safe. Employees won't show up to, to the office unless they don't, unless they feel safe. So you have to figure out a way for you know, safety protocols to be upheld and, and rolled out into your company. And not just for the short term, but for the long term. And even when you think long term, you know, you're going to need to figure out ways for this to scale, for this to last. You know, cleaning, sanitization, materials, they all take time, take resources. You may need to hire more people, which leads to higher costs. So, you know, thinking through a safety strategy can, can mean the difference in uh, providing a great environment, great experience for your customers, but also doing it in a way that remains profitable to your business. You may even consider making new key hires around the, around safety and health. Uh, you may consider um, either promoting or hiring somebody into a role that in a lot of businesses didn't exist before. And that could be the ch a chief health and safety officer. Um, you may even forge a new committee. You know, you may bring in outside help to figure this out for you. Because truly, as business leaders, there's so much on our plate just to keep things rolling, let alone understand all the complexities and nuances that that municipalities and governments are rolling out um, quite frequently on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly basis. It's hard to keep track of nowadays. And so think long term here as well. You heard me say it a, a little bit earlier today, but think long term. Find a way to focus on your on the safety. Otherwise, you're, you're not even a player in the new normal, right? You're going to be losing this new normal. So think about how safety needs to look like for the, within the strategy of your company. Number five, and likely just as important as all the rest, um, you know, there's a reason why these questions are ordered the way they are. You truly need to understand the answers to the previous four questions to have a clear view into what costs need to be eliminated going forward. Where do you want to you know, trim up? Where does it no longer make sense to spend your money? So number five is centered around savings. And the question is, where can you maximize cost savings? You know, you may no longer need half the space you needed before in your office. You may no longer need certain applications to be paying a monthly you know, subscription to. Um, you may find economies of scale along your supply chain that could be renegotiated. You may find you don't even need certain suppliers anymore. So initiate projects that can help you lead to cost savings. Um, and if, take the steps to, to do an inventory of your expenses. Where are things a bit fat and happy right now? Where can you lean up? Uh, what projects perhaps were in progress at, you know, before COVID seemed to be high priority, but now you know, post-COVID, you may no longer need. Perhaps you shutter those projects. You know, save, uh, save on additional costs going forward. You know, don't, don't make a mistake by continuing down a path of you know, throwing more money at sunk costs. 
There's a real a real opportunity here to, to take stock, take inventory of, change priorities, and, and really truly stop any unnecessary spending. So it, it's critical. You know, cash is king. We've heard that millions of times um, in our business lives. And it, it, you know, this can mean the difference between um, serving your customer better, having the, the funds to pay for the safety protocols we talked about earlier, to hire more people, to invest in innovations, to keep the, the, the lights on, keep the company afloat. So, you know, can't stress enough the importance of, of this question. Where can you maximize cost savings? So that brings us to a close on these five guiding questions. I highly encourage you to download the guide. You know, the guide has um, a lot additional co uh, content, commentary to what I'm sharing with you right now. And you can get that at louderco.com slash resurgence. If you have any questions you want to discuss with us or you need the help of our consultants to reshape your business for the new normal, schedule a meeting with us at louderco.com contact. Thank you so much for your time today. We hope you found this helpful. Your comeback awaits and I'm pulling for you. <laughs>